All right, Mailbag Preview Show, episode 281, uh, joined by Rob Scurry, Jack Dickens, and very special guest, Gary Heal, owner in Think About It in uh, Saturday's massive Everest race. Rob, how do you know Gary? Uh, Gary's a uh, regular at the track. Um, good man, keeps me supplied with little Croatian sort of glucose Brute pastels that are fantastic. Um, astute judge, mounting yard, looks at every race, doesn't bet much, got more discipline than me, a very astute man who, um, you know, he, he I found out that he had this unraced horse. Um, Gary, and how did you get onto it? Were you with Proven? Did you have no. you tried to? Well, originally I was in invited out to a proven open day and they had five horses out there and one of them was um stockman and at the time he was only a two-year-old and he was trying to sell shares in these horses anyway i had a mate who was overseas and he was he kept on hounding me about oh we should get into a horse we should get a horse for fun so I had to wait till he got back from overseas. And when I rang up Jamie Walter about the horse, he said all the shares in it had sold, but he had the other four ones open. And I said to him, oh, I'm not interested in any of them. I said, blah, blah, blah. And he, anyway, those four one, two races in North Queensland and country New South Wales, and the other two didn't win. And, that was it. So when COVID come, I had my friend, he kept on hanging on me, uh, let's get a horse, let's get a horse. So I looked at all the horses online and out of all the 15 horses at the time, the only one I liked was the one we bought into. So you just point on top off the picture, essentially, and a bit of a walk or what? Yes, yes. I mean, like I've only ever picked out three horses from proven one was the um first horse i mentioned before and yes the other one i picked out for uh um friend of mine peter dive which turned out to be private eye and the one i picked out for myself which is think about it so that's the only three i've picked out oh well i've got one more now so anyway you, you never know how it goes that's, you might be like the greatest judge of all time then. Well, when Private Eye was walking around, he had two horses there. He had one out of Seabreen that ended up being called Off Limits and he had this Private Eye one and uh, they were both the same price uh, the actual time. But the one out of Seabreen, um, Sebring, I just didn't like it all. It walked funny. It had a bad action on it, and I just said, "Nah, nah, this horse is no good." Well, it ended up continuing breaking down, and then end up um, died in the end. So I think you know, out of well, the two, I think I picked the right one for my friend. <laughs> it's yeah, it. who I'll be racing against this weekend. So mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, I, I know. I know, Peter. You often ask me for a tip. Just buy the bloody service, Pete. Come on, mate. Only 10 <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you should. Got plenty. You got plenty. Um, 
he was pretty pretty happy about you know getting over the top of me when overpass couldn't hold on for me the other week. And um, was it was it was it the were you into the breeding? What did you think were you buying? And and were you, were you happy when the horse was like four years old and unraced? Were you any thoughts given up on it? Oh well, look, what happened is I don't go into the breeding. All I do is I just look at the horses parade first, and then after if I like something, then I'll look at the breeding and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but when he had his back hock injury, he'd been out in the paddock for about nine months, and I was thinking, oh, this thing's just, you know, it's no good. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I ran into Joe Pride one day at Randwick, and I just said, oh, look, um, Joe, I don't think this horse is much good. I said, um, next time you have some more, let me know, and I'll buy into them. And Joe Pride at the time said, Gary, he said, don't give up on this horse. He said, I really like this horse and I think it's going to be pretty good. And then, like, at the actual time, I thought, walked away and thought, oh, yeah, I bet you tell that to all your owners, you know, keep them out. Just sort of laughed and thought, no, but in the end, Joe was right and I was wrong because I was thinking, oh, this thing's never going to race. Because he did have a lot, a lot of problems, but, you know, Joe always gives them heaps and heaps of time. And I think if he didn't do that, well, the horse wouldn't be racing. It would have broken down and that would have been it. So he's a great trainer. I think, yeah, we all agree on that, don't we, boys? Um, I think he's one of the greatest. I think he worked with John Size there for for his apprenticeship and, um, yeah, he's one of the great trainers of the world. It was a good Joe Um, Pride thing on the Wolf Den. That's an interview. Okay. good. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you got yourself a freak, Gary. Like I've been lucky enough. We, I've been talking about this horse for a while, and you know, on social media, and um, it's got an attitude like I haven't seen. I, it reminds me of uh, maybe Sunline in in the term it's competitive sort of nature. I think it is a real sort of prize fighter, you know. And, and you know, you've seen sending me these updates, and the word is he eats thirty percent more than anything else in the stable. Yet he still looks like a stayer and and remains kind of you know like uh, got this big front action that suggests to me that he's going to get a, a, over a mile. And what what did you, what do you think? Are we, were you happy with the the choice to go to the you know to focus on the Everest this time around? No. Out of the twenty owners, I was the only one that voted against it uh, because I believe he's a six. 100 to 2,000 metre horse, and I was, well, I had self-interest in it because I'd already taken the 50 to (laughs) 1 box plate, so I was quite after to Joe because he had a long preparation and was racing in Brisbane. He wasn't going to set him for any of those races this year, so he was happy to have the free race program and then tip him out for the autumn when he plans to race him over 1600 plus to see what he can do there so i thought oh well that's okay. well once again joe joe knows best and with with this horse um i think the, the i think you've got a live chance gary like he's, he's drawn perfect i'm not sure jack if you've done any work on the race but he he you know he'll ping the lids and he, he might get one out, one back. And there might be horses with quicker turn of foot, but I don't think there'll be many horses with more bigger will to win in 
the race. So I think you're in it up to your eyeballs. The betting suggests that. Um, I guess no need for you I'm, to have a bet on, bet on him tomorrow, mate. Oh, I won't be having a bet, but my daughter has been all up betting him, and I've basically told her no more all up bets because she's, you know, she's going a bit over the top, but taking the big odds in the Everest, which I didn't do, and she'll be out there again on Saturday. So anyway. Have you got go. any 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 pre-race like uh, habits, rituals to sort of keep everything sweet? Just control Me. things you can control to make sure you don't upset the juju. The only thing I do is I just have the proven thoroughbred that you know. That's all I have. That's the only thing I've kept all the time. It's just the ordinary, plain, proven thoroughbred cap, and that's my lucky charm, I guess. But you know, they all get beaten so it's just luck in running too you know what I mean but I'm just hoping he gets a similar run to his two Queensland wins you know I hope he's just off the pace and mm. coming around and starts coming into it because I think over the last 200 I just think he'll finish hard do you, just, um, are you a big drinker smoker no no Oh, I don't drink much, and I definitely don't actual smoke. So, what are you going to do got... to calm the nerves then? I don't really have nerves. Tell you the actual truth, it doesn't really bother me at all. I just now, if he gets luck in running, he should run well. I mean, I don't underestimate any of the uh, others Quality. in the uh, race. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. just. Like it basically gets down to luck in running. He's got a great barrier from where he is. I think there will be other horses that will be not far behind overpass because I think if he gets cheap sectionals in front, he'll be hard to run down. I think, you know, I don't think he can be run down if they let him get away with cheap sectionals. And with alcohol free in, in, the race, I think it'll be right behind him, pushing him, you know what I mean? So for the other runner. And, so. and then you've got Uncle Chris with Shinzo who was like wasn't there to win the way it was written in the potential no. grand, grand final. Now drawing six fifty three kilos. <laughs> you know it's yeah. gonna happen. Shinzo will be midfield or better. The one that I'm sort of worried about as the three year old is the other one and I hear it's got blinkers on for the first time. So Cylinder. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 coming around to both Godolphin. I think that they're they're huge chances. Um, I thought Jack, you've 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 got a huge opinion of being secret. She's been ticking along really slowly this campaign, and um, if if you know, I she might not. I I I watched that uh, interview on five two eight with when they were all on the Jackson, and they had James Cummings on with uh, James Heron, and he he said that if if it's not on Saturday, the stay maybe even the start after in secrets, um, you know, is is, is Building towards a huge performance, um, you know. Zach Purton, last time he he went, he came to Randwick. He he he, you know, he did one of the greatest rides of all time to get Imperator's beat, um, which was you know bad for the service. But anyway, moving on. Um, well, well, thanks, Gary. What, what 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 was it? What just wait? What was the boat like yeah. when they did the barrow draw? Was that a what was what was that experience like? Uh, well, I'll tell you the truth. I got asked by Jamie which one. I wanted out of the ballroom where you can have free food and drinks all day or 
this thing that's on the uh, chairman's um, dinner tonight or the boat, I actually declined the whole three, basically. I'm really not in that sort of stuff. I just wanted to make sure I got a lanyard, which I did, so I can get out the front and watch the race. I'll be out there early just to get a good area oh, on the fence. I love that, and it's not hard to see why you and Rob uh, get on so well because there are two peas oh. in the pod there. Oh, look, I mean, there's no way in the world I want to be stuck on that boat with all those actual people. You know, it's the last thing. Then I'm more interested in just going to the race on Saturday. I couldn't give a stuff, really, about all their other stuff. But I can see why they have to promote it all, you know, because mm. it's a bigger thing. And But uh, the thing is on um, Saturday, the actual world, Pool is in the actual tote, so you'll we'll be getting bigger and better odds, obviously, with a bigger pool from Asia and everywhere else. Let's hope so, because uh, Tab released a thing maybe yesterday or today that turnover is down five or six percent. So that's um, it's a scary thing for the whole sport, really. Yeah, well, I've got actual Tab shares, so they're not going too well. So hopefully, they'll pick up. Well, you did you you, you did buy Think It Over, so uh, I think on the scheme of things, gambling related investment was. Um, crime uh, that's, that's, that's only that's only, think about it. It's only his um, oh, second best. He's he got in early on Afterpay, Gary. How t- tell him that bought, story? I bought actual Afterpay at three dollars fifty and eight dollars something and sold for about a hundred and sixty something. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, I've actually been tipped something else in this uh, crypto currency so i'm gradually starting to buy into that now so anyway see how that goes <laughs> gamble responsibly 1085858858 um gary that's been uh, an enormous uh guest on our show it was really entertaining uh oh. we wish you all the very best of luck i hope that people respect your space when you're trying to view and get your eyes on your pony and i hope that it jumps and travels and uh you get every possible on saturday thank you very much for joining us yeah, no worries. Well, anyway, my owner's ticket on Saturday, so I'll be able to get a pie and chips off the ATC. God bless you. Good luck. Cheers, All Gary. Right, thanks. Thanks. See ya. What a man. What a man Gary was. Uh, Rob, I can see why you two get on uh, so well. Unique cats just doing it your own way, huh? Yeah, Gary, um, he's a contrarian. I tried to get... Give him that Cepheus the other week, and um, I'm not sure he, he backed it or not. But yeah, he, he's a man with his own mind and um, great judge. Might be one of the best, as you said, incredible judge. Um, we'll bring him along to the sales, eh? Oh, all the help we can get. Uh, John, what, what should we do now? Should we actually preview right. some races? We will. We'll just briefly touch on the the tips from last week. Uh, Jack's not showed up to the show. Um, but he's burst himself back onto the scene with a Stretton Angel at $8.35, Betfair SP. Uh, Rob tipped Macarena at about 11s on the show, I think. Started $5.11, but that's okay. That uh, Take the SP, yep. It keeps, yeah, sure do, yep, yep. Keeps you in the lead at 85%. Jack jumps to 75%, and I am now struggling behind, unfortunately, uh, but that's okay. What's the percentage? Uh, 43%. Still not the end of the world. Still above above water. Um, these um, these stats are incredible, boys. Let's all have a head wobble. 
they're incredible. Full credit. We're going full credit. class. Um, Proven thoroughbred with their two in the Everest. Full credit. We didn't mention that with Gary, but yeah, full credit. Yeah, full credit. Lots of full oh. credits. All right, let's get into straight into Ramwick. Obviously, we've got big card at Ramwick, big card at Caulfield. Um, we'll kick off with race six, the Sydney Stakes, the Constellation Everest, which you've got obviously the uh, the emergencies that are in the Everest in there. King of Sparta, Bella Nipatina, Zapateo. Who's the other one? I'm not sure. Jojo. Jojo. Not sure. Oh, <laughs> calm not down, Scurry. He's a big not Jojo sure. man, as we know. Yeah, it's 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 tough, tough race. Um, Valana first up. I think it's never lost at Randwick. I've backed it both times. First up at Randwick, it's a good style of horse, and you know Zach Lloyd on. Um, not sure. I love. Um, I am me was very forward first up. Uh, Zapateo out of the uh, Think About It race with. Um, yeah. That's not running um, Bill and Nipatina. But yeah, look, I, I think King of Sparta is the other one. Um, rocketing by always parades well. But yeah, big field. I'm against Airmen. Okay. I was just going to mention that was pretty good. Pretty good last start, but certainly jumps up in grade, doesn't it? Yeah, big time. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's, I just think it's more of a Saturday horse than sort of a, a spring, spring, you know, whatever this is, not group race, but it's like a group two or group three. It is a group three indeed, yeah. Uh, Jack, did you want to add anything there or happy to glaze over that quite quickly? Um, Probably happy to glaze over that pretty quickly. All right. I don't yeah. know what to do with Airman. I think Airman has like legitimate scope, but yeah, price-wise, probably um, shoulder arms, bruh. All right, straight into the big one. The Tab Everest, 1,200 metres, wait for age. Well, we've just talked to an owner from Think About It. Rob, will you be uh, siding with him or obviously you wait I, for the yard? But I just like the other week when he won, I just don't think there's much value in him at the price, even though he's going to run a great race. I know he's going to run a great race, but I, I'm suspect that him at 1,200 against you know sprinters that have been trained to be cherry ripe for this day. Um, it looks like six to eight legitimate chances. Randwick rail in the three meter. Um, it's meant to be the fairest um, rail position. Um, I'd be expecting horses can run on, on, on even tempos. So I'm not sure if, if leading for overpass um, and even, oh, is a question on his class as well, but I expect them to go along even and to quick. Um, so yeah, horse like think about it um, should find a, a lovely spot. And, and be able to build into the race. But I think horses like um, the two Godolphin horses are um, a proper quality group one animals. Um, I said that about Cylinder. He looked like the, the stud. You know, he's a better type to me than like a bivouac or something. Um, they're saying that that Golden Rose wasn't run that fast. So despite him having that three wide run, that run's just brought him on well. So maps really well um you know the three-year-old's got a strong chance in the race so and and in secrets maybe the best the best sprinter in the field but um yeah she's going to need a, a pearl from zach purton i i really like in secret as a horse it's the I, I think the best horse in the race but the draw is awkward very awkward um i think i wish i win it's a fascinating horse with a fascinating setup it's real pg moody stuff like you need to have 
won as many group ones as he's won and smoked as many Benson Edges smooths as he's smoked and put on as many nose rolls as he's put on to have the the kahunas to just flare up and do this preparation the way he has. Hmm. And I don't doubt that he'll probably achieve it. But having said that, he's got Luke Nolan on an inside draw and that's very, very scary. Sees my partner if they do, he'll probably probably win. But that is a big gamble. Um, yeah. I think cylinders, bomb-proof, map-wise, scope, proper horse. What he did at Caulfield first up was enormous. Um, these SPs in all the right races are so strong. I think he deserves to be shorter than he is and um, probably the way I bet. And I'm just petrified, Rob, of Uncle Chris. It's classic, like better draw, different rider, intent, bang, you know. And he's nice probably crying, crying after the race um, <laughs> about how disappointed they were in the Golden Rose, but just didn't go right for him. And he's a champion because he just bounced through that. And, and blah, blah. <laughs> You know what I mean? That, that's the sort of oh, thing yeah. I, I can yes, see yes, coming. Yes. And yep. Barrow 6 is the big factor for Shinzo. Um, I think he'll be further forward than you'd anticipate. And um, I'll probably work my wagering around Shinzo and Cylinder, uh, probably green, and uh, just like a like a save on in secret for my mental health. Again, I'm I'm pretty closely aligned, you know, with your thinking a little bit in terms of the quality in the race without me. And I will mention you. actually though, disappointed that the the world's best sprinter isn't actually in the field. So um it's a disappointing couple of twenty four hours really. You know, turnovers down. We finally released that and um Imperatrice isn't in this race. So so it's like PBL sort of like Nick is just just been outside off stump just just missed them both look look the goose. Well, yeah, but when you've got that that war chest too, it's like a half. It's not he hasn't got out. It's just like a half tracker outside off stump, and he just wasn't ready for it. Should have been dispatched through the covers four weeks ago. Well, I, I know some of the own well, my folks do um, of imperators, and they were never coming, and I don't. That, that's the mail I got, and um, then they're not. But yeah, it's it's, it's amazing that the, the best sprinter is not not racing. Um, moving it's, on, John, I'd, I'd say it's I'd say it's one of the weakest like fields I've ever seen in the Everest, which is a concern. Well, and speaking of Imperatrice, it beat. I wish I win when they were back over here multiple times and started very short favourite to beat it as well. So you'd just based off that, you'd sort of expect it to be. Easily favourite here. I mean, think about it, and I wish I win a bit similar mould, aren't they? Like, I wish I win's probably a better horse over further, arguably. I mean, yeah, I, that, but that's, I don't know. If it was a lot lower, lesser credentialed trainer, you'd, I'd have a firm opinion against it. Hmm. But I respect uh, big PJ Moody. Barrier one, very spooky for and that. And Kathy Coleman. Shout out to Kath. That'll be the last draw they would have wanted, I would think. Um, so to clarify, I'm Cylinder Shinzo, uh, little tiny result in secret. I'm, I'm Cylinder, yeah, and um, yeah, mostly Cylinder, but we'll have a look at them tomorrow. They'll all look good. John, do you have an opinion? Uh, I, I liked in secret when I saw it was about 20s after the barrier draw, um, but I see that's been absolutely smashed into 950, so um, probably still lean that way, probably overpass out in front if it gets left alone as uh, Gary touched on it's um can be pretty good on its day all right and, and what, what price yeah, but there's, the there's three there's three she courses for example you know like 
Is it getting left alone? If I was a betting man, which I am, I'd say it's not. And what what about Gary's horse? Can it win? Oh, definitely no. I I think it's it's like probably the the most soundest. It'll start favourite for that way, but I just want juice. I want juice in a good race. I want juice. I think um, of the three-year-olds, I, I, I think Cylinder is better than Shinzo. Um, over 1,200. Um, anyway, moving on. What else? All right. Silver Eagle, race eight. Um, obviously, the lead to the Golden Eagle. Uh, Benedetta, Jack, one of the horse you like, heads to, uh, heads to Sydney. Um, yeah, is it favourite? I haven't actually looked. Well... Presume it is. Um, no, the yellow yeah, rush to Queenslander, isn't it? Interesting. Well, look, it's a busy race. What do you do with Pericles, Rob? Start there. Where, where, what? What's? Why didn't it run in the Epsom? What's going on with that horse? I don't know. Um, now it's run over thirteen hundred meters. Um, look, I, I think that I always said it was the best type of three-year-old of that year, um, and it's, it seems to have gone bang bang, and um. I've been an idiot by not following up my earlier thoughts and not backing it for the punters. I think um, I'm, I'm just confused why it hasn't been running. Um, there's got to be a backstory there, but I think it is the best horse in the race. There's this yellow brick from Queensland, which has got a World's huge... Well, being steers from the gun barrier um, with a favourable map. It's hard to knock old yellow brick. It- didn't it beat it beat it beat Spacewalk one day? Gave it a spanking. Um, you know I'm a big fan of it's Spacewalk. You flared up and sent units out at Eagle Farm. Oh, I remember well, correctly. Did, did you get a call from somebody? Stop calling somebody, <laughs> kid. <laughs> I didn't answer it. Okay. Um, but yeah, ruthless dame's a quality quality mare. Probably well in at the weights. Um, Woolen buyer's been one of mine. Been a bit disappointing at Newcastle the other day. Uh, this straight acer for Ed Cummings is just continues to improve and seems to be the horse on the way up. Uh, Madame Pomery will look great as always. Uh, Grabini, um, uh, if they hadn't knocked back a haul from call from Hong Kong, then the Hong Kong guys aren't doing their job because uh, that is probably the best up and coming stayer in Australia. You know, for that sort of two thousand meters. Um, which we don't have anymore um, because, you know, we breed for Everest and sprinters and two-year-olds. Um, but Grabini is a quality, um, you know, 10 furlong horse, I think. Um, but, yeah, for me, Pericles. Uh, on on Benedetta, um, I think it's a genuinely very, very good horse. Um, slight concern, 1,300 metres, and want to see it do it first at the price it is, the Barrett's got, I mean, it was beaten. It was an awful race shape for it, but it was beaten last start by Star Patrol who came out and won, but that did just beat Triple Missile who um, wasn't ridden with an enormous amount of vigor, probably could have got rolled by Triple Missile in another universe last week. And, you know, Triple Missile here, what price would it be? Um, It's a race I just want to watch, to be honest, zero interest in betting in it. But I do have a lot of time for Benedetta. Perfect. And the final race we'll take a look at at Ramwick is the King Charles Stakes over a mile. Mr. Brightside looking to add to his picket fence. Will he do it, Jack? 
Uh, well, you know, some of our good friends, John, and uh, very good owners, loyal owners. One of them's a great bloke. One of them's a psychopath. And they're both also in Mr. Brightside. And they sort of like it when I say it's... They, they take it as an owner when you say, I think it's too short, as I've said, it can't win. Yeah. Um, that's sort of how it works. Um, I've been reading your graphics on uh, <coughs> Yeah. Yeah, well, what, do you, what, do the, what do the chicks mean? <laughs> chicks mean I'm just a little bit closer to tapping out. Um, I don't know about this race. Like how, I, I want to say it's going to be very hard to beat, but I want to do the right thing by the boys. So I'll be against it on Saturday out of principle, um, but I'm struggling to see why that's an intelligent thing to say and what could beat it. Yeah. It is absolutely... Airborne, just wins for fun. It's tough. It's traveling deluxe. It it just pissed all over Alligator Bud last start. Alligator Bud then won a Group One. Granted, it was probably only a wait for H horse. That's a legitimate horse in that race. But that's the sort of same setup we're looking at right here. He is Ooh. a genuine wait for age freak, Mister Brightside. And if you roll through this race. There's a once very good horse, Zaki, Jamie Carr. No, thank you. Um, its SPs will make it competitive and the track pattern key. So if Rob's mail's wrong and it is just a mad on pace racetrack, it's a slot edge to Zaki. But barrier eight, Craig Williams, Mr. Brightside, like if it's a mad on pace day, he'll probably be have Zaki's back. He's been ridden with intent and aggression from wide draws, all preparation. He's won from three wide, no cover this prep or the best level of racing. Um, Democracy manifest goes from an inside draw to an outside draw. I thought he was good in the Epsom. Um, There's a few jockey uh, barrier switches for those horses coming out of that race, which interests me a little bit, but um and light infantry man, not infantry man, or lot not light infantry. Um, that to name change it. Imagine paying thirty five million for a horse and then having to change its name. Um, that would suck. But it's got good ability. It was it was back like it had great ability. It's a decent race. Uh, I look forward to watching it. Um, I think Mister Brightside will win, but I will not be betting on it. Tricky. Tricky affair. Um, I'm keen to see this light infantry man. I saw it at um, when it came for the Golden Eagle and it, was, mm. it looked all legs to me. Um, its form is superior to our form over this oh. distance, 100%. Um, Mr. Brightside's improved this prep and, as Jack said, airborne. Um, I don't think he's ever been beaten at Randwick. He's won two Doncasters. Um, he's uh, looks pretty much bomb-proof. I like I like that the girls more than the, the boys in terms of fangirl. Um I've got a lot of time for a tissue over, you know, like the old think it over and and, and um Zaki. Zaki, yeah. Um but yeah, great race. Um where fangirl I thought she'd overcome the bias the other week. So uh, you know, if she's nine, ten dollars, I have to have something on her and um I wanna I wanna see a great parade from Light infantry man, and and if that, what that's what will you do with democracy manifest if it's like they're wide and running on? You might be a hundred or one by then. Yeah, have a my, have my, a, a zero point five on for me, would you? 
But why can't why won't Fangirl win? She's the best sort of weight for age miler in Sydney. A hundred percent. Barrier two. Uh, what's she gonna do? She'll be back. That's um, scary. It is. It is. So, is there any? They're gonna go slow. You know, we got we got old boy Zaki doing. Evens. Jamie Carr hates going fast. Hates it. Yeah. Almost That's allergic all... to it. I wouldn't anticipate Zaki goes ballistic. Z- Zarek goes forward, sure, but he's not that far. Golden Mile, um, huge run, parading enormous. Caulfield Guineas winner. P- people are underestimating this horse. I did last start. I was pleased it didn't win the Epson after I said pick of the yard, and there it was kicking at the fifty, looking like it was going to win. So, um, yeah, looking to get out up to round, we can make amends for my. Is Epson the King's Trial? Is this field, Rob, better than the? Is this race better than the All Star Mile? Uh no, I don't think so. I think so. it probably is just, but the All-Star Mile gets so much narrative and yarn around it because of the, the voting that I think it's a better idea if we put out, you know, narrative hats on. Mm. I think yes. this feels slightly better, but there's no alligator blood. No keys? 100%. Where's Just Folk? No, not there. All right. That'll do us for Randwick then. We'll pop over to Caulfield. Should we do the Quaddy Leagues, which are the three group ones? Let's just do, say, two races. Right. Well, you tell me what races you want. I'll, I'll, right. I'll pound we'll, them out. We'll do the Caulfield Guineas and the Turak then. Race seven, uh, race nine and ten. Um, starting with the Caulfield Guineas. <laughs> Full prices and a Zoom preview of all races tonight um, at themailbag.com.au. Buy my product and I'll, I'll go through each and every race in detail and we're going to bet to It's a juicy, juicy meeting, particularly at the start. Uh, Caulfield Guineas. I think that uh, Verdad's cast map-wise, I think Griff cast, that, that horse has been completely blessed last two runs. Lindbergh, do they try and go forward again? I doubt. Uh, Rock Empress, what Rock Empire's your likely leader? I think V8 gets a suck run from one. Stapati, Southport Tycoon probably want to show some intent from those decent draws. Uh, the longest yard would probably be three back defence. If there's a you know a little bit of a move, which there could be, he could end up getting shuffled out the back of the rip there in the surf and be four back defence. Uh, Centrefire gets a good run. King Colorado just needs luck to get a great run. Um, Copacabana jumped in front of them at Sandown. I was on and he snicked it back to last. Max, Max, Max Payne. Um, drawing six here. I expect a little bit of intent. I think Militrois has to go back from the wide draw and I hope he goes back and runs a fat race because he's going to tow the horse I want to back right into it. Um, I think Stapati is a fair price. I think Militarized will drift. Um, just off the map and never been a Caulfield. It's a, like he is going to, he's going to have to go around them via the Caulfield train station whilst accelerating. And that's not an easy thing to do. He looks like a freak of a horse. He may well do it, but I, 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 th- I think he'll start with a three in front of him and I, they might clean up a little bit to party because he's sort of untapped a little bit. He's handled Caulfield. He's got an enormous turn of foot and he's got a, he's got a, the ability to actually put himself in the race. So with Barrier 7, I, I think that's an edge in the two pointy ends of the market to Stapati. Now, I don't think Stapati starts shorter than um, 
militarized, but I think they might tighten up just a hair. Um, I don't rate King Colorado, but the market did last start heavily. They really wanted to back it to win the Golden Rose, and it's drawn to get a decent enough run here that I wouldn't be surprised if they sort of followed their money and had selling on. Uh, I think V8 gets out to 20 plus dollars and needs to be respected. It loses Mellon and gets D lane back. Um, it's kind of which horse do you want to trust? The one that pissed in off a bad parade and a poor trial first up at Caulfield, or you're looking at the one that went at shithouse last time? You do you. Um, I hope he gets out at 20s and I'll just sort of fence sit. Um, Centrefire and Southport Tycoon both get gun runs and look well suited. Verdad's, I think, a, a special horse, but this is all coming too soon for it. And with the tricky draw, just awful. He should have won last start and beaten Griff, and he didn't, and that still angers me. Um, other than that, I think it's thin. Outside of She Light, She Light will get two thousand meters, so sixteen hundreds on its ear. It is absolutely airborne and savaging the line. Mark Zara sticks. I think he's drawn perfectly because he's got no gate speed. He's going to be out the back anyway. But just coincidentally, he's got the race favourite and the Golden Rose winner next to him in the stalls. I think Mark will go forward if Joe went forward. I think Mark will just sit on militarise and hope to peel off him at the 200. And if the horse is good enough, it's good enough. And at the price, uh, I'm happy to find out. I love Sheelight in the Caulfield Guineas. All right. And you said that's pretty good. I just made that all up right then. I barely looked at it. That's all in my head. <laughs> you said there's a bit of, so, bit, of, but bit of rain around. I've mapped the race. I've mapped the race, but that's what I think of the runners. Um, I've priced the race. I'm not even sure if my prices correlate to what I just said, um, but I'll manipulate them so they sort of do by the time I publish them. But um, uh, there's rain around today. It is pissing down more than predicted. Um, you got to be very careful. It's like, you know, what form do you trust? Which weather app do you trust down here? You know, um, what are they tipping us tomorrow? So it's gotten a bit heavier today. The, the, there could be 15 mils in total today. Uh, tomorrow, one zero to two mils. Saturday, zero to two mils. So I, I think the track will race perfectly. I think it'll get back to a soft five, a good four off that prediction. Um and this rain today will probably be a phenomenal thing for the track. It'll make it nice and fair, and you'll probably be able to run on if you're good Rob, enough. Rob, any thoughts here? I, I think Jack summed it up. He didn't talk about I, I caught a bit of .com um, the other night. And they, they were interviewing about Wolfie. He looked like a sort of a miler type. Or maybe it's more of a um, handicap I, I think horse. he's a phenomenal trainer. I think Blake Shin, probably the most informed rider in Victoria with an enormous ability. Um, 21 and a, if you don't mind uh, I think barrier 11 hurts him I think he has to go back though Blake doesn't like doing that um, and I just don't think he's as good as some of these horses that have been aimed at this Wolfie's been up for a fair while um, there was talk from Nick on racing.com after it won at Flemington that there might be it for it this prep I, I think Wolfie's going to be a really nice horse next preparation, and whatever he does t- tomorrow will be a bonus for that for the owners and their connections. Um, but I'm, I'm wrong all the time, you know. Just, it sounds like a Rose Hill, Rose Hill Guineas horse, maybe you know, in the autumn. Yeah, um, two thousand meters. Um, v eight seems for the most V eight and Verdad are the two horses that I like a lot. I really like Verdad, but I just think it's too quick for the horse, and V eight. Like if he goes shit house, which he's 
the market's saying he will. I'd love to catch him that first up next prep at 30s in a good race. Yeah. So something's gonna miss with him if he's gone but if he goes poorly on Saturday. He is one of the best types down there. But yeah. Grunt. He came up for a, yeah, he came up for a two year old race. He looked, he looked good. Yeah, the after the slipper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He won his first up win was at Packenham. The Bermuda Triangle of form. Don't bet there. Do not bet there. I can't help it. One eight hundred eight gamble responsibly. All right. Um, Turak. Turak, indeed. If you owned a cigarette company, Rob, would you start advertising again? I think the government's outlawed that, haven't they? Well, what, can't they it? just put the same sort of stuff on the back of it, like the bookies have to? Nah, look, cigarettes are gone. The government wants they want they want eighty percent of the fucking you know ticket price or whatever it is 90 95% yeah. is taxed to hell um what do you think of this Turek Direct I think tech. it's a, I think it's a great race like a a really really nice race um I think she's too short Amelia's jewel I think I'm gonna lay her and basically here's why She's yet to do a number in Victoria that, that says she's a lot better than these horses and she's drawn awfully. She's on a Cox Plate potential campaign, but they seem to not be very sure of what they want to do. Um, I anticipate no intent. I anticipated that last start and I was wrong. And if they didn't show intent, it would have got beat. I think D-Lane's the best rider in, in Melbourne. I think Blake Shin's the most informed rider. I think D-Lane's the best at the moment. And... Uh, it scares me going against him on wide draws because he's the best at it. Um, I just can't get her to 220. I can get her to 280, 290 with a bit of work, but I cannot get her that short. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if she drifts slightly. I think pinstripes are stupid price. Pounding is a stupid price. Attrition is a ridiculous price. Bo Mertens might win a group one on Saturday on attrition. Uh, it just needs a bit of luck. God, they would be just so shitty with the barriers it's been drawing. If it drew seven or four here, it'd be a $10 chance. Um, prior to Jenny, like, how is it five times the price of Amelia's Jewel? They sat outside each other and it just got over top of it. <clears throat> like, I don't know. I just don't understand that at all. Like it's got 52 kilos drawn barrier five. You know where it's going to be in the run. It could well be a mad on pace day at Caulfield. It can throw up a bias. Stupid price, I think. Five and really... a half kilo swing in Pride of Ginny's favor there. A ridiculous price. Uh, That's what five, I'm saying. Uh, four and a half, sorry. Four and a half. It's a still, it's a, it's a significant hmm. amount of weight. Hmm. Um, I think Antino's unders, the barrier's putrid. And um, I'll be against it, but it will be put into the race. And if you lay that, you'd be petrified for a while, I think. I think it's a good horse. Um, they back the inevitable to win the Epsom. And it's oh, you know, $14 it. here. Um, and then uh, Amenable, Wiramu Pin, Billy. It'll get out to 25. It'll touch 30s, but fair, I reckon. And it could win. Like, it had the grouse form at the start. Um of its prep, it had one bad run last start where it started a dollar eighty or something, or maybe even shorter, and now it's no good apparently. That's called recency bias. And the horse down the bottom, that you can just like the little horse whisperers there in the cult getting all giddy about this potentially winning is Charter House. 
it comes through the same form lines as the uh, horses we were just speaking about in the Sydney sprint races. So it ran behind Star Patrol in that brutal tempo. They were petrified last week of running against Tamerlane and Just Folk, and rightly so. They left <laughs> us alone. But here they are, Barrier 2, Jai McNeil. It's going to get a sucky little run. You just need to pray that Jai that sees part for Jai, but it's not a $51 chance in this race. Uh, I'm going to get right around Amelia's Jewel. I'm going to not, I'm not going to be back in Antino. I'm going to have a good position, pinstripe, pounding, attrition, pride of Jenny, tiny win, and a big fat result on Charterhouse. All right. Perfect. Average price say- I'm taking is like 25 to 1. Okay, you, you could say that runner. 220 is too short for a uh, uh, two-rack handicap. You know, it's 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 a, it's a race where was it, um was it? I wish I win that got rolled at short odds in this race last year. Pretty sure you're right. Yeah, that that was right. <laughs> I laid it. I laid it from like three dollars, and it started like two dollars. It was mm. one of the worst. It was bad. I was I was got, wrong. Got well it back. was a disgrace. Mm. And uh, luckily, though, it got beat. All right, just quickly, Hastings. Uh, this is the Kiwi Tip of the Week. Hastings Race Five. Number three, Adam I am runs in the uh, Levante Legato Silks. They've got another good one. Um, said the two starts, one one it's made in last start, very very comfortably, without being asked for any sort of effort. One by five, um, and the format of the race has been very good. Um, so tipping that'll be my best bet. Rob, did you mention a best bet? No, I didn't. Playing it very straight oh, back. It's very straight bat there, John. What, what price are we talking or no price up yet? I think it's about... Uh, let me have a look while you talk about yours. Okay. So what's your best bet, Rob? I'm I'm got not much of an opinion um, about Randwick until I get there. There's going to be some value. Um, I'm going to go with Outlandos in race one. I think uh, Cleveland will get out in the market and... Um, each run the other day, it loomed up, stepping up in distance. Um, filthy, dirty, not that good stays. I don't think major bills come back. Benno. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have something on Outlandos, I think. Um, Craig Williams. $2.50, Adam, I am. Uh, Jack Dickens. I, I want to win this bad. <laughs> Race one, number 11, far flung. I'll put me to the front. All right. right. Well, being in Sydney's. I almost went another one that I think some. Nah, lock it in. Race one, number 11, far flung. Far flung. All right. I'm I'm changing mine. I'm going to go in the Everest. I'm going to go against my favorite horse. Um, I'm going to go cylinder in the Everest. I think. Oh, fuck you, Gary, basically, you're saying. No, I'm just saying. I'll be I'll be cheering him. and if he's seven dollars, I'll be having a bet. But you know, I, 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 oh, you won't be cheering him. Like, what are you, are you on Q and A? Oh, I respect everyone's opinion. Shut up! No, we don't. I don't respect your opinion if you're a moron, right. and I'm not cheering your horse unless I'm on. Once I calm down from my betting adventure, I'll be great. I'll be happy for you that you won. Yeah. But as it's running, I will not be cheering on your horse unless I bet on it. That's that's kind of true, and actually, Jack. We've likely lost all our viewers, but Jack, did you want to briefly touch on our purchase yesterday? Um, yeah, Poland. 
are off Moroni. Same setup as Keats. Heads to Gavin Jesus. Bench good. Um, really, really excited about it. Would have paid a fair bit more if I had to for the horse. Um, sound purchase. Really exciting. Uh, I don't think we have much left in the horse already. If you do want to get involved, uh, please contact Jono, J-O-N-O at themailbag.com.au. Um, but we're going to have a lot of fun with that horse. He's a Saturday horse at worst. I think he'll be better than that. Um, and if you do want to be involved and you miss out on this one, uh, still email Jono and just let him know and you can be added to the database. We've got another uh, one and a half, two horses coming to the system after Poland already. Um, and we're just trying to do our best and we'd love you to, to be part of it. So please, if you're interested, Jono, J-O-N-O at themailbag.com.au. Perfect. That's yeah. about us, I Pretty think, for, oh, yeah. for episode 468. Um, a phenomenal weekend ahead of just phenomenal, great, big-time racing in Sydney and Melbourne. I hope you guys have a phenomenal weekend. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, good luck to Gary. I actually will be cheering him because I'm going to try and not have a big bet in the Everest. 